Welcome to this podcast on who can enforce a negotiable instrument brought to you by Cali. I'm Professor Jennifer Martin. The topic of this podcast is who has the right to enforce a negotiable instrument. Enforcing a negotiable instrument means a legal right to demand payment from an obligated party. We will also look at enforcement of lost, destroyed, or stolen instruments. It's important to try and use the correct terminology, so be on the lookout for the following. Holder, negotiation, person entitled to enforce, Pete, presentment, and dishonor. We sometimes consider the benefit of using a negotiable instrument in that it is highly liquid, meaning the payee can easily sell the obligation and convert it to cash. At some point, though, a party will want to obtain payment on the instrument. Payment can be obtained when the proper party makes what we call a presentment of the instrument to the obligor. In the case of a check, Section 3501 explains that the presentment is made to the drye bank. In the case of a note, the presentment is made to a party obligated to pay the instrument, typically the maker, unless the note is payable at a bank. There are some rules in Article 4 covering bank relationships related to enforcement of instruments. Article 3 also provides several rules. First, a demand for payment is effective when received, but while the presentment can be made at any commercially reasonable means, it has to be made at the place of payment if payable at a bank. Second, upon demand of the person to whom a presentment is made, the person making the presentment must do several things, including giving reasonable identification, exhibiting the instrument, and signing a receipt. Third, a person to whom presentment is made can return the instrument if it does not have the proper endorsement, if the presentment does not comply with the terms of the instrument or applicable law. Fourth, if a presentment is made after an established cutoff hour no earlier than 2 p.m., the party to whom presentment is made can treat it as occurring on the next business day. The presentment rules of Section 3501 turn on a demand being made by or on behalf of a person entitled to enforce the instrument, a PEAT. As such, it's the PEAT that can enforce the instrument and obtain payment. Pursuant to 3301, a PEAT is most commonly simply a person who is a holder even if the person is not the owner of the instrument or has wrongful possession of it. However, it is not necessary to be a holder or to be a PEAT. There are some non-holders in possession of an instrument who have the rights of a holder. Additionally, there are persons not in possession of an instrument who are PEATs pursuant to 3309 on lost, destroyed, or stolen instruments or Section 3418D on mistake. Let's look at some hypotheticals. Hypo number one. I write a $100 check payable to the order of my daughter, Emma, and give it to her. Emma would be a holder. In this case, Emma would be a holder because she's a person in possession of the instrument and she's the person identified as payee. Because she's a holder, she also qualifies as a PEAT under Section 3301 and may enforce the instrument to obtain payment. Hypo number two. I write a $100 check payable to the order of my daughter Emma and give it to her. Emma would be a holder. 
Emma adds her endorsement to the reverse side of the check and sells the check to her friend Ashley. In this case, Ashley would be a holder because she is a person in possession of the instrument and Emma added a blank endorsement, making the check bearer paper. Because Ashley is the person in possession of the instrument, she is a holder and a peach under Section 3301, Ashley may enforce the instrument to obtain payment. Hypo number three. I write a $100 check payable to the order of my daughter Emma and give it to her. Emma adds her endorsement to the reverse side of the check, intending to give it to her friend Ashley. Thief picks up the check before Emma delivers it to Ashley. In this case, Thief would be a holder because she's a person in possession of the instrument and Emma added a blank endorsement, making the check bearer paper. Even though Thief is not the owner of the instrument and is in wrongful possession of it, Thief is the person in possession of the instrument, so she is a holder and a peat under 3301. Thief may enforce the instrument to obtain payment. Sometimes non-holders can also be peats. The rule of section 3203 explains that an instrument is transferred when it is delivered by a person other than its issuer for the purpose of giving the person a right to enforce the instrument. When an instrument is transferred for value, a transferee does not become a holder because of the lack of endorsement. There is no negotiation, but the transferee has a right to obtain the endorsement. Hypo number four. I write a check for $100, payable to the order of my daughter Emma, and give it to her. Emma sells the check to her friend Ashley for $100, but forgets to provide her endorsement. Ashley would not be a holder because she does not have the proper endorsement. Despite the lack of endorsement, Ashley, a non-holder, would obtain Emma's right to enforce the instrument and would be a peat. Because Ashley has a right to obtain the endorsement, once she obtains it, she would also be a holder. Ashley may enforce the instrument and obtain payment. The last classification of peats is that of certain persons who are not in possession of the instrument but are entitled by statute to enforce it nevertheless. The two statutory provisions are section 3418D and 3309. The rule of section 3418D operates in a limited situation where the bank pays an item by mistake but is able to recover the payment or revoke acceptance of it. The person who suffers from the recovery of the payment is a peat even though they don't have possession of the instrument any longer often because it's been destroyed. The rule of section 3309 provides a person not in possession of the instrument that has been lost, destroyed, or stolen, peat status. In order for this rule to operate, the person has to have been entitled to enforce the instrument when the loss occurred or acquired ownership of the instrument from a person who was a peat when the loss of possession occurred. Of course, for this rule, the person must not be able to obtain possession of the instrument and must prove the terms of the instrument and their right to enforce it. Additionally, because of the risk of loss when a peat cannot present the instrument, the person required to pay must be adequately protected from other claims. Hypo number five. I write a $100 check payable to the order of my daughter Emma and give it to her. Emma has not endorsed the check and it's destroyed in a fire. Emma would be a peat even though she's not in possession of the instrument because she was entitled to enforce the instrument before the fire and she cannot obtain possession of the instrument because it was destroyed. 
Emma should be able to use the rule of 3309 to claim Pete's status and enforce the instrument. At this point, you should be able to describe the process of presenting an instrument for payment as well as which parties will be able to enforce the instrument as a Pete, including holders, non-holders with rights, and even certain persons not in possession of the instrument. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on who can enforce a negotiable instrument. Laudables are produced and distributed by Cali, the Center for Computer-Assisted Legal Instruction. Find more Laudables at www.cali.org laudables. Send your question and feedback to laudables at cali.org. That's L-A-W-D-I-B-L-E-S at C-A-L-I dot org. The Laudable theme music is Ask Me No Question by Learning Music. Laudables are for educational purposes only. Please seek an attorney if you need legal advice.